Lift your hands, wave it from side to side as you pray in the Spirit, thanking the Lord for His faithfulness. tonight. Go ahead and pray. A definite encounter. Definite encounter tonight by the Spirit. Give me an encounter tonight that will change my life in the name of Jesus and come to the one true God. He said, this is eternal life that they may know you, the one true God.
Listen. Tonight, thoughts as I have, I will give you. When you are here, when you are there, 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 when you are there. Shalom, 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 shalom. Shalom, evening people of God. Shalom, evening church. I believe you are all doing well. I hope everybody is doing well. Glory to Jesus. 
Glory to Jesus. I thank God for your lives. By the special grace of God, I'm also doing well with my family. God bless you and keep all of you strong in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Hallelujah. Amen. All right. All right. I want to welcome all of you to this evening's session of our prophetic training where we have an experience in the Word of God. Hallelujah. And I strongly believe that this evening the Lord is going to show us great mercy and He will open the heavens for us. Amen. Wow. Miss Yvonne, the name here is Yam. God bless you. I hope everything is fine. God bless you. Wow. I thank God for your life. I thank God for your life. The Lord bless you and open greater doors for you in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God bless you and keep all of you strong in Jesus' precious mighty name. Amen. All right, we give God all the praise and all the glory, and let us say a word of prayer and jump into the waters of God's word. Hallelujah. We are praying. We are praying. Eternal Father, we give you praise and the glory. We honor you for such a time as this in your presence, in the name of the Lord Jesus. The Bible says that the entrance of thy word giveth light and giveth understanding even unto the simple. We have come before thee, O Lord, even as simple people. And we have come that you show us mercy and cause the light of your word to shine on our path. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, show us great mercy, O Lord, and cause us to be filled with your spirit and even with your word. In the name of the Lord Jesus, we ask, O oh God, that any ideology, any philosophy, any misconception that has already been built in us, that is fighting with the truth, we pray in Jesus' mighty name that the hammer of your word will break them out of our hearts. In the name of the Lord Jesus, cause the truth that we are about to listen to cleanse us even from all manner of impurities, that your name alone will forever be glorified. We thank you, even in Jesus' precious, mighty name. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. All right, the Lord bless you. If there is anybody connected to you that is sick right now, I declare in the name of the Lord Jesus. The Bible says that he sent forth his word to heal their diseases. I declare, let the power in the word of God be sent to the person right now. We command that sickness to disappear from that person's body. We release divine healing 
even to the body of that person in the name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. All right. The Lord bless you and keep all of you strong in Jesus' precious mighty name. Amen. I want us to、um, talk about something very, very prophetic and very, very spiritual and sensitive. And as Christians,、um, we really need to understand these things. Are you following? Our lives on earth is actually, you know, organized in the heavens. There are many things that, if we want to understand them, we must be lifted into the realms of the heavens to know how things have been arranged before we can live our lives on this earth. Are you following? So, it becomes very difficult for us to have understanding about the things on this earth if we lose knowledge of that which is in the heavens. Hallelujah. So, a time came when God was speaking to Job. God actually asked Job some questions. And Job, that is what God asked you in the book of Job, chapter 38, verse 33. Job 38, verse 33. God asked Job, He said, Knowest thou the ordinances of heaven? Canst thou set the dominion thereof in the earth? When you read it from the International Standard Version, He says, Do you know the laws of the heavens? Can you regulate their authority over the earth? Now, that is a powerful question that God asked Job. That means for somebody to regulate the power of God on the earth, the person must know what we call the laws of the heavens. The laws of the heavens. Hallelujah. The laws of the heavens. So, people of God, the main reason why our lives on earth h a s become some way, it looks like we don't know anything, we are just choosing anything, you know, our hands will touch,、uh, we are just walking about today, let us plan to do this. If it fails, we will try another one. If it fails, we will just go here. See? So, our lives have become try your luck. And the problem is because. We do not know the ordinances and the laws of heaven. Any man that can change this world is a man that has journeyed into the heavens to know the secrets and the laws of the heavens. Are you following? That is why I told you in the afternoon that. Reading the Bible alone will not let you know God. No. In fact, the Bible that you have in your hand 
people were inspired by the Holy Spirit before they wrote them. Now, almost all the things you are reading came out of visionary experiences and spiritual encounters that people had in the heavens with angels, with Jesus, with God, and they wrote them. Are you getting it? Almost everything in the Bible came from spiritual experiences. Now you want to read just the letter and think you know God. It's a lie. If you don't desire encounters, there are many things in God you will not know. I'm telling the truth. I'm not saying throw the Bible away. No, the Bible is the key. Without the scriptures, it will be very difficult for you to enter into the heaviness. Are you following? So the Bible is the key that opens the door of the heavens. So you need to know these things. We are not here to, to cram the whole Genesis to Revelation in our, in our head and be reciting them saying we know God. That's a lie from the pit of hell. Are you following? What is the essence of knowing the very um, quotation that says that thou shalt not fornicate and you are still fornicating? What is the essence of knowing the quotation and you are not living by it? That's what many of us are doing in our work with God. We know what is written, but we can't do it. There are people, that is why God will love those that are doing the word and might not even have it in their brains. Are you following? That is why the Bible said in the book of James, chapter 1, James was speaking and he said, Do not be hearers only, deceiving yourselves. Don't just be hearers. Don't just be hearers only. Okay, I've heard the word. No, he said, when you do that, you are deceiving yourself. May the Lord help us and bring us divine understanding in the name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. Alright, now, follow me. I will take you through some kind of historical background and also lift you into the heavenlies by the Spirit of God and will come into the scriptures and the Lord will open our eyes to understand certain mystical secrets. Hallelujah. So now follow me. What I'm talking about is the destiny of nations. The destiny of nations. The destiny of nations. Today I want to do the introduction of the destiny of nation because this one will lead me into eschatology where we begin to talk about the end times are you following the destiny of nations now one of the things i want you to know as a child of god is that every nation has a destiny to fulfill on this earth every nation has a destiny to fulfill on this earth 
Now, in the spirit realm, in the realms of the heavens, nations do appear as women in the sight of God. When I say women, I'm talking of a female entity before God. That is why the best um, form, I don't know whether it is pronoun, that you can use for a nation is her or she. Are you following? Good. And if you want to understand the matters of nations, you need to know matters of the earth. Because the earth is the woman that is giving birth to the nations. The earth is the woman giving birth to the nations. Are you following? So when you go to the, the realms of the heavens, there are courts in God's heavens. Courts. Just as we, 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 um, we ended our three days prayers and fasting on defeating your adversary in the court of heaven. There are courts. I told you there are so many kinds of court, courts. I hope you remember that. And which dimension of court did we handle when we were doing the prayers and fasting experience? Which court did we handle? I want to know if you still remember. Which court did we handle? Yeah. Can you all hear me, please? Hey, this is not social science. It is not economics. This is the word of God. A reality in your life. And you have forgotten. May the Lord show us great mercy in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. All right. Now, I believe you can all hear me clearly. Good. Now listen. The word of the Lord teaches us that a time came, you know, when God made Adam and Eve and they began to procreate, you know, they started giving birth and human beings were actually increasing on the surface of the earth. Now, Whilst men were increasing, the word of the Lord told us that a time came that some spiritual beings 
some heavenly beings that are known as the watchers. God sent them on a mission to the earth. When they came, they saw that the children of men were beautiful and they began to sleep with them. Now understand that these are watches. Watches, they are spiritual beings. They have angelic DNA within them. When they began to have sexual relations with the children of men who had human DNA in them, there was a mingling of the seed or the DNA. And the women got pregnant and they gave birth to certain kind of beings who had both angelic DNA and human DNA. And these beings were known as the Nephilim. Are you following? The Nephilim. Now, these beings were not like human beings because they had a mixture of human DNA and angelic DNA. And the, that mixture actually caused them to be strained. So you see some of them um, with a certain height of like 100 meters. You know what 100 meters actually is? Very, very, very tall. Some of them, you, you will not even see their faces. They step on buildings. Huh? That your story building you have built. They step on it as if it is a small stone. This, they, they, human beings can sometimes they don't even see human beings but they are like ants under their feet they step on them kill human beings just like that and some of them don't appear as normal human beings some of them they can appear you see from the from their head to the waist will be like that of a goat and from the waist to the feet might be like a human being they were mixtures of strange beings now, these were the kind of beings that human beings were giving birth to because they were having sexual relations with the watchers, some spiritual beings. Now, these beings that came to the earth through women, known as the Nephilim, they began to teach human beings how to do evil. They taught human beings how to use a knife to kill they began to teach men evil ways. And men began to do evil to men to the extent that the whole earth was filled with evil. And when God looked upon the earth, the Bible said, it grieved God that he made man on the earth. And almost every human being on earth was infested and infected with the evil ways of these beings to the extent that the only pure breed of human that God found that were not having the mixture of a certain strange DNA in their own DNA was Noah, his wife, his three children and their wives. So only eight people. Now, as at the time that God called Noah, there were other human beings that were not infected and infested with the evil of the Nephilim. 
So God called Noah to preach the gospel and also prepare an ark. So the Lord lifted Noah into the heavens and he showed Noah the parameters and the dimensions that Noah is supposed to use to create the ark. And he told Noah to preach so that he should tell men what is about to befall the entire earth. So that men will come into the ark and be saved. The word of the Lord said, Noah preached for 120 years. Still, not even one human being hearkened to his voice. 120 years. And not a single human being. Not a single human being repented. Even animals came from the forest into the ark while human beings were mocking at Noah. And the Bible said when the time came, the Lord opened the fountains of heaven and the fountains of the deep. Waters began to gush out from the earth and waters were also gushing forth from the heavens to the extent that the whole earth was covered with waters and the bible said even the the tallest mountain was covered with water so if you were standing in the clouds and you were looking on the earth the only thing you would see was water covering every place now this is the exact picture that happened in the book of genesis chapter one the bible said the earth was without form and void and darkness was upon the face of the deep and the spirit of the lord brooded over the face of the waters are you following good so now as at that time the only thing that was if you were standing in heaven looking on the earth, the only thing that you would see was waters that has covered everywhere and only the ark that is floating on the waters. Just as the spirit of the Lord was brooding over the face of the waters in the times of the beginning of God's creation. So at this point, using simultaneous equation and spiritual intelligence, we would say that the spirit of the Lord that was brooding over the face of the waters is actually the ark that Noah built that was on the surface of the waters. Do you get that? Good. Now, even the tallest mountain on earth was covered with the waters. And the Bible said, after God had rained on the earth, he wiped away all the Nephilim and all the human beings that were infested with the evil deeds of these beings. He wiped all of them away with the waters. Now, the Bible said, the waters began to drain. Within 40 days, the waters had drained from the earth. And the ark rested on a mountain on the 
The Bible called the mountain the Mount Ararat. Then the moment Noah, his wife, his three children and their wives came out of the ark, they were the only human beings that were left on earth. And God now started the whole human race again with them. And they were eight in number. That is why the number eight in biblical numerology speaks of new beginning. So God began the whole human race again with only eight people. Noah and his wife, his three children and their wives. Are you following? So the Bible said in the book of Genesis chapter 9, verse 18 and 19. Genesis chapter 9, verse 18 and 19. The Bible said, And the sons of Noah that went forth of the ark were Shem, Ham, and Japheth. And Ham is the father of Canaan. Verse 19 says, These are the three sons of Noah, and of them was the whole earth overspread. Of them was the whole earth overspread. The ISV says, Noah's sons who came out of the ark were Shem, Ham, and Japheth. Ham later fathered Canaan. Verse 19, these three were Noah's sons, and from these men the whole earth was repopulated. Are you getting it? The whole earth was repopulated from these three sons of Noah. Are you following? Follow me carefully. Because if you miss any point, you will not understand what I'm talking about. So follow me. Now, so the whole earth repopulated from the three sons of Noah. Now, I want you to know this. Thank you, Holy Ghost. As we are here right now, whether you like it or yes, we are descendants of one of the sons of, of Noah. I hope you believe that. Because the whole earth was repopulated from these people. We are, we are descendants of one of the sons of Noah. Now, the, these, their names were Shem, Ham, and Japheth. The, the word Shem means name, like my name is name, N-A-M-E. And the word Ham means hot, that which is hot. <laughs> that which is hot. Are you following And the word Japheth means that which is opened or open. Follow me carefully. Now, Ham. When we read the book of Genesis, chapter 10, 
verse 1 downwards. The Bible said, Now, these are the generations of the sons of Noah, Shem, Ham, and Japheth, and unto them were sons born after the flood. Verse 2, the sons of Japheth are these, these Goma, and Mago, and Madai, and Javan, and Tubal, and Meshech, and Tyras. And the sons of Goma, Ashkenath, Riphath, Togama. Now, when you begin to read all these, these are the sons and the grandsons of all these sons of Noah. Are you following? Now, let me follow this carefully. When we read verse 7, Let's read verse 6. That is, we are, we are picking our part. So verse 6. The Bible said, And the sons of Ham, I said, what does the word Ham mean? The name Ham, what does it mean? Don't forget to write something down. Write something. It means hot, that which is hot. Okay. So now, Ham gave birth to Cush. The first son of Ham was called Cush. And the word Cush means black because when Cush was born, he was dark in complexion. Are you following? Cush was the first black man <laughs> that was born on this earth. Now, if you check the word Cush, Cush now became the progenitor or the father of the people called Ethiopia. Ethiopia. So if you check the word Ethiopia in your Bible, it is the same word Cush, which means black. So the first African country, the first African country that existed as a human being was Ethiopia. Kush is the same word Ethiopia, which means black. Are you following? That means it was out of Ham. It was out of Ham's son by name Kush that Africans came forth. Are you following? Now, the second son of Ham is Mizrim or Mizraim. And do you know that Mizrim is actually Egypt? So even the three Bible Prado can Mizrim for simple. Mizrim means Egypt. Are you following? Don't miss what I'm saying. There are many people who do not know this, so they don't know how life is on this earth. You need to have spiritual understanding about these things. So it looks like all Africans came out of the son of Noah whose name was Ham. Are you following? 
good and the third born i said the second son is mizrim mizrim or mizraim m-i-z-r-a-i-m it's in genesis chapter 10 verse 6 and the third born was foot foot who was actually the progenitor of the people of libya or the libyans mm-hmm. Are you following? Good. Now, the fourth born of Ham was called Canaan. Canaan. And Canaan actually became a land and a place where god gave to the children of israel as a promised land we'll talk about canaan very soon because there is a connection between canaan and our country ghana hallelujah are you following good so the bible said it was out of these it was out out of these three sons of noah that all the nations of this world came out of now how when you look at the first three children of ham are actually africans are you following but among them, the only person that was black was Kush. I hope you can get that. That is why, when you look at Egyptians and you look at Libyans, they are all Africans, but they are not black. Are you getting that? good because the black dimension of race they are africans but the black direct the dimension of of the race is coming from kush who is ethiopia so every black person every black person on this earth has its seed his or her seed from the ethiopian dimension and there, there are so many secrets in Ethiopia. As we journey in this message, we will go there spiritually and physically. I'll bring you facts and I'll bring you spiritual experiences that will help all of us. Are you following? Good. Now, when you look at Canaan, Canaan was not a black person. As foot and Muslim people were, they were not black. 
So they became a certain kind of race known as the Asians. Now, so when you look at Ham, there was a mixture of the Africans and the Asians. So we we'll call them the Afro-Asians. The descendants of Ham were the they were Afro-Asians. Are you following? Can you all hear me? I want to take my time and explain things to us. I don't want to rush. That's why I said I'm, I'm, today I'm doing introduction. Some of the things I'm saying, I didn't even tell the people. Um, yeah, Sunday I didn't even tell those in church. Good. So the descendants of Ham are the Afrasians. <laughs> my son, I was a year old with that. Don't worry. This Sunday, I will touch on that before I go to the other dimensions. And the sons of Japheth, the sons of Japheth, are the Euroasians. So it's actually a mixture. Of the Europeans and the Asians. Are you following? Good. Now, when you read something about Japheth in the book of Genesis, chapter 10, verse 2. The Bible said, the sons of Japheth, they were Goma. Goma. Magog. Madai. Javan. Tubal. Meshek and Tyrus. I wish I could mention the um, present countries that are connected to these people, but I don't want to go ahead of myself. I want to take my time. Are you following? Good. So I'll take my time and explain a few things to us. Let me just touch on something small. Now, the people who are known as the Magog, they are currently what we call the Chinese. Write it down. Because if you know these present countries and how they are connected to some of the sons of Noah, you will know the destiny of that nation. So Chinese people are connected to Magog. In fact, they are descendants of Magog. That's what I will say. Now, because of migrations, all the descendants of Magog did not go to one place to form China. Are you with me? So some of the descendants of Magog also moved to other places. 
So it is not only Chinese people that can be said to be Magog, but majority of the descendants of Magog are the Chinese because they are the Asian people. And Madai. Madai is also known as the Medes. The Medes or the media. Not media as in um, social media. Even though that's how the name to spelled. But that's not what it means. <laughs> Amen. Good, the Medes. Now, the Medes actually are the descendants of two main countries that we found in the earth now. They are Iran and India. Iran and India. Now, they spread out to Iran and India. And those in Iran actually started a kingdom. They became the Persians. And those in India also created a kingdom known as the Medes. By the time came, they joined themselves together. And their kingdom became Medo-Persia. And it was a great kingdom on the earth. Now follow me carefully. We are going somewhere. And you all know, the Bible told us when Daniel prayed, and God sent an angel, Gabriel, to release an information to Daniel. The angel was withheld by the prince of Persia. Do you know that? How many of us remember that scripture? The prince of Persia. When we say prince of Persia, what does he mean? I will come there. Are you following? Now, if you begin to count the descendants of the three sons of Noah, you realize that you are going to get 70 grandsons. Seventy grandsons. Now, let me explain something here simply for us to understand. There are some of you, if you count, you will get 71 based on how you count it. So let us all start counting. Don't get confused because sometimes the way the scriptures have been arranged, you will see the same name appearing at um, maybe two verses. Don't, don't count it again. Are you following? So if you have your Bible with you, let's do the counting right now. Don't count Shem, Ham, and Japheth. No. Leave them. And begin to count their children and their children's children. So we are going to start from Goma, Magog, 
Madai, Javan, Tubal, Meshech, Tyras. Then you move to verse 3. Don't count Goma again. Count from Ashkenaz, Rephath, Togama. Then you move to verse 4. Don't count Javan again. Count Elisha, Tashish, Kittim, and Dodani. Are you, are you following? So do the counting for me right now. And let's see the number of people that we have. Count it very well. Are you, are you done? If you if you got 72 that is beautiful if you got 72 is beautiful it is based on how you counted it are we done or we are still confused okay what do you get 
72. Okay. Hey, the rest. Okay, another person got 72. Wow. That is beautiful. What did you also get? Yeah. Some of us are still counting. We are confused. I started being. Hallelujah. It's a own permission to young brother. You can't think it. Huh? Then you not count it tight. Count it tight. You not be a people to count. So I'm just. I need one person to you know, add his or her own to what we have already had, so that at least in the mouth of two or three witnesses, a matter can be established. Don't sit down and wait for other people to count. So they say, okay, and of course, I think what they are saying is true. Count your own. Count your own. Okay, somebody had 70. Somebody also had 68. Count again. It is actually 72 you are going to get. But if you are not careful, you will get 70. Based on how you count it, you might skip some other um, names. So don't worry let me just there is a reason why i wanted all of us to count so that at least you'll be involved because some of us once we are teaching what you are doing man, may the grace of the lord have mercy on you in jesus name all right now listen to me so there are 72 descendants that came from the sons of Noah. And yes, these 72 descendants became the 72 nations or kingdoms before the Lord. Are you listening to me? The 72 kingdoms or nations or languages before the Lord. But now, as at this time that they were all descendants of these people before God came down in Genesis 11 they were all speaking one language are you following? they were all speaking one language so when you jump to chapter 11 of Genesis the Bible said and the whole earth was of one language and of one speech 
and it came to pass as they journeyed. Do you remember that once you were reading, you came across a certain a certain man by name Nimrod. Did you did, did you come across that name? Oh, did you come across that name, Nimrod? Genesis chapter 10, verse 8. The Bible says, Kush. How do you know Kush? Kush means Ethiopia. Kush means black. So it was out of Kush that the black race came from. Now the Bible said, Kush gave birth to a son by name Nimrod. The, the word Nimrod means rebellion. Ah! Rebellion. Now, this Nimrod, the Bible said, he was a mighty hunter before the Lord. Wherefore, it is said, even as Nimrod, the mighty hunter before the Lord. What? Now, that word mighty hunter there, the Bible said, when we read the ISV, it says this, he became a fearless hunter in defiance of the Lord. I don't know if you understand the word, is it deviance or defiance? What does it mean? Resistance. To be of bold resistance. Are you following me? It is the word defense. D-E-F-I-A-N-C-E. So Nimrod was actually opposing God. He was a strong man opposing God. Hey, God, oh God. <laughs> now, if you go much into history, you realize that the Bible said the whole earth was of one language. The whole earth was of one language. And it came to pass as they journeyed, they, they journeyed from the east that they found a plain in the land of Shinar. And they dwelt there. And they said one to another, Go to, let us make brick and burn them thoroughly. And they had brick for stone and slime they had for mortar. Verse 4, and they said, Go to, let us build us a city and a tower whose top may reach unto heaven. And let us make us a name, lest we be scattered abroad upon the face of the earth. Now, they decided that they are going to build a city and a tower for what purpose so that first they will get a name second so that they will not be spread or scattered abroad on the surface of the earth the main purpose for which they wanted to build that city and tower was to get a name for themselves now we all know in the book of proverbs chapter 10 verse 18 
What does the Bible say? Proverbs chapter 10, verse 18. The Bible says, Proverbs 18, verse 10, rather. Proverbs chapter 18, verse 10. The Bible says, The name of the Lord is a strong power. The righteous run into it and is safe. The name of the Lord is a strong power. The righteous runneth into it and is safe. Now, God's name is a tower. The people too said, let us build a city and a tower so that we can get a name. So what, what do you think they were trying to do? Are you following me? These people were trying to stand to mimic God in a negative way. I don't know if somebody's getting what I'm saying. And we all know that the Bible said, God, he has exalted his name above himself. The Lord has exalted his name above himself. So the name of God is a dimension of God that if you touch, there is something you are trying to do to God. The name of God is God's glory. If you touch God's name, you have touched the glory of God. And if you try, <laughs> so when we say Nimrod was a hunter before the Lord, what it means was that he was a bold resistance to the plans of God. What was he doing? He was trying to know. See, the Bible said he became. That means he was not born like that. Are you getting it? He became. So there is, let me explain to you, listen to me, and I've taught this before, I said, let me, let me let you know what Nimrod was trying to do, are you following? Good, now follow me, don't miss what I'm about to say, it's quite technical, so follow me carefully so that you don't miss it. Now. The name of the Lord is a strong tower. What is the name of the Lord? What is the name of the Lord? Now, that word Lord there is the word Yahweh. It is the word Yahweh. That is, the, that is God's original name in his relationship with humanity. The name that God relates with humanity is the name Yahweh. Now, that Yahweh, we translate it in the English as Jehovah. Are you following? Good. We translate it in our 
in English as Jehovah. So if you say Jehovah in English, you are actually you are actually mentioning the, the name Yahweh, which is God's original name with his relationship with humanity. So when you read the book of Genesis, chapter Exodus chapter 6, verse 3. Exodus chapter 6, verse 3, the Bible said, God said, And I appeared unto Abraham, unto Isaac, and unto Jacob by the name of God Almighty, which is El Shaddai. Almighty God, El Shaddai. But my name, Jehovah, which is speaking of Yahweh, he said, I was not known to them. Listen to it carefully. Just listen to the way the Bible gave out the words. He said, And I appeared unto Abraham, unto Isaac, and unto Jacob by the name. By the name. See? I love it. I love this verse. I don't know, don't know the, this verse. He said, I appeared to Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob as, as El Shaddai. Ask ask God um, but I did not reveal my name Yahweh to them. Have you seen that when he came to Yahweh, he said my name? I don't know if you are catching something. So Yahweh is God's original name in his relation to humanity. That is his name. Any other dimension, any other name that comes is how he manifests. That is why he appeared to Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob as El Shaddai, God Almighty. When God wants to create, he assumes a certain dimension of name called Elohim. The dimension of God, where he stands with other group of beings who are also known as the Elohim. So when we read the book of Genesis chapter 1, the Bible said, verse 1 down, the Bible said, in the beginning, God created. The word God there is the word Elohim. It is neither Yahweh, neither is it El Shaddai. You need to know all these things. We have attributes of God and we have God's name. So when the Bible says the name of the Lord is a stronger, which name is he talking about? It is not Jesus. Amen. Are you getting it? It is not Jesus. Don't get confused. Does that mean you should not mention Jesus again? No. no. Listen to this. <laughs> That is why you need to know what God has given to Jesus. The Bible says, God has given him a name that is above every other name. Which name at all did God give to Jesus? Don't we still mention Jesus? And when we mention Jesus, we see power manifesting. So what name did God give to Jesus that we don't even know? That we should mention. That we are still mentioning Jesus. That is when you will know. That the power of that name has been placed in Jesus. And it is just the name Lord. Lord. That is why when Jesus died and resurrected, he was known as the Lord Jesus Christ. He was not known as the Lord Jesus Christ before his death. 
He was known as oh Jesus Christ. Jesus, even the Christ where people did not know because the Christ was the assignment of the Jesus. So when we all look at Jesus physically, nothing about him will tell you that he has come to die to save humanity unless somebody enters into the realms of the heavens to know the assignment that is inside Jesus. So when the time came, he gathered his people, the disciples, and he asked them, who do men say that I am? Then they said, no, some say you are Elijah, some say you are, then he said, okay, fine, that's what people are saying, but who do you think that me, I am? But the Bible said, the place became quiet, and all of a sudden, Peter said, thou art the Christ. They all knew him as Jesus, because that was the name everybody was calling him with. But he said, thou art the Christ, the son of the living God. Then immediately, Jesus looked at Peter and said, flesh and blood did not reveal this to you. This name that you have been able to mention, you have mentioned my assignment. You have actually spoken my destiny. What I came to fulfill is what you have said. The son of the living God, the Messiah, to die. I don't know, is, is somebody getting it? That is why the Bible says, unto us a child is born and a son is given. So the child was born, but the son was given. Who is the child and who is the son? The Bible said in John chapter 3 verse 16, for God so loved them that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish. Now, the, the child that was born was Jesus, but the son that was given was Christ. That is why Peter said, Thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. Are you getting the picture here? <laughs> so Christ actually is the assignment of Jesus. If Jesus fulfills his assignment, Christ has now been added to his name. He's now called Jesus Christ. Now, after fulfilling that, because he has to humble himself. Are you getting it? Now, the word Jesus If I go into this one, many of you will be confused. The word Jesus actually is where it is the word salvation. Salvation. Jesus means salvation. Are you following? And Christ means the Messiah. Now understand this. That, okay, I don't want to go, if I go into this, I will miss, I will deviate from the message. But I believe you have all understood what I'm trying to um, explain to us. So what was added to Jesus Christ 
Huh? That name God gave to him was God's original name. The Father's original name, which is Yahweh, the Lord. That name that is a strong tower that the righteous run it into and he said, God gave that name. It is a name above every other name. God gave that name to Jesus. So he was he's now called the Lord Jesus Christ. And the power in that name has been put in the name Jesus. So when you mention Jesus, the power in God's name will manifest. Are you following? Good. So now, if the people want to build a tower to get a name, and God's name too is a strong tower, then there is a connection between towers and names. Are you following? So what then is a tower? A tower actually is a certain heightened monument that stands between the physical and the spiritual. It is an it is an edifice that hosts spiritual powers to keep a city. Now, in the times of old, when they built a city, they will build a tower because the tower was the elevated place in the city where they will set watchmen mm? and these watchmen will be there 24 7 and they will be viewing across the city and they can also view outside the city to know whether some enemies are coming to attack the nation they are the first people that will see enemies then they will sound an alarm then the soldiers will get ready at the gate and close the gate so that the enemies will not invade the city. So anytime you find a city, there must be a tower. Any city without a tower is a city that is desolate. It has no spiritual strength. It has no backing. It has no, no priest keeping watch over it. Are you following? That is why even those of us that are prayer warriors in church, they call us prayer tower because we are the people that must be lifted to a certain height in prayer and see what is about to befall the church. Then we know what to do to fight against it. Are you, are you getting the picture? Good. Now, so with this basic understanding, we need to know. Now, according to history, Nimrod was the one that led all the human beings on earth. The Bible says, as at that time, all the 72 um, grandchildren of Noah and their children's children were all speaking one language. And Nimrod was the only one that, that arose to stand against God and he led all the people to follow him and the word of the Lord when, when we go much into history it is written that Nimrod summoned all the people 
he made himself like a god to them and he told them that they should build a tower now that tower they were building they were not building any longer to enter heaven it is not possible what they were trying to do was that they were building a physical monument a tower then at the topmost part where the watches would stand to watch over the whole city they would actually conjure spiritual powers so that that spiritual power will be the keeper of the city so at that moment what Nimrod was trying to do was that he was trying to bring the whole earth and the entire human race under the rulership and the sub subjection of strange spirits in the heavenlies and when God saw what they were doing the Bible said in the book of Genesis chapter 11 Genesis chapter 11 verse 6 the Bible said and the Lord said behold the people are one the Lord said look they are one people with the same language for all of them and this is the this is only the beginning of what they will do nothing that they have they have a mind to do will be impossible for them this is God speaking to God said the people are one and whatever they have planned to do nothing can stop them therefore come on let's go down now the question is that is God, God said let's go down who was God talking to he said let's go down there and confuse their language so that they won't understand each other's speech who was God talking to but he said let us go down and confuse their language oh now these people came down with God and they brought confusion in the languages of the people now they did that to the extent that all the 72 descendants had specific language that none of them understood the language of the other so they had to separate so God brought division in the languages of the people so that there were 72 languages at that time and 72 groups of people so when this one realized that this one understands my language he will join me so they started grouping themselves together according to the language and they now started migrating to places where they will go and start their kingdom now these 72 languages or nations or kingdoms god gave each kingdom a prince we talked about that so these princes actually were the ones that the lord was speaking to let us go down and confuse their language are you following so when you enter into the heavens, there are 72 languages or 72 kingdoms or 72 nations they are the same but when you come to the earth physically there are about getting to 200 nations 
But before God, we have only 72. Why 72? Why 72? Can somebody give me a simple reason? Why 72? What does the number 72 connote? What does it mean? 72. What does it mean spiritually? What is 72? Why 72? <laughs> Those of you who were in church last Sunday helped them. Okay. What does the number 72 mean? What does the number 72 mean? This one, if you are not a mathematician, you cannot understand. Asafo has given us the answer. The government of man the government of man why now when you divide 72 by 6 what are you going to get you are going to get 12 now what does 12 stand for in the spirit? What does it mean in biblical numerology? What does the number 12 stand for? Government. And the number 6, what does it stand for? It is the number of man. So 72 means the government of man. That means anybody Listen to me carefully. Anybody that wants to rule over man must at least get this number 72 at a certain dimension. Mm. If you want to know the origin of 666, it is actually coming from this place. But I will not teach. I've taught on that before. And aside that, the name of the Lord, hmm, which is Yahweh, which in the Hebrew tongue is spelled Yod He Bav He, which if you try to bring it in English, Yod you use Y for it, He you use H for it, Vav you use V or W for it, and He you use H for it. Now we have four letters. Four letters. Now, Y-H-V-H. How will you pronounce it? Y-H-V-H. How will you pronounce it? <laughs> if, you are, if you are trying to pronounce this in English, Y-H-V-H. Don't say Yvonne. Somebody said Yvonne. It, please, it is not Yvonne. Okay. 
Now, I said Y-H-V-H-O. I didn't add any A or E or anything to it. How will you pronounce it? That is how difficult it is to pronounce the name of God. Because in the Hebrew tongue, I've taught on this before, there is nothing like vowels, which generally normal um, GHS, they taught us that there are five vowels. A, I, E, O, U. Is that not what they taught us? So in the Hebrew alphabet, there are no vowels, only consonants. So how, how do they pronounce words? So you see, sometimes the pronunciation, that is why the name of God was so holy. They were not mentioning it. Before you can mention God's name, you have to wash yourself seven times. And even that one, you are still not ready to mention the name. So when prophets see visions from the Lord and they want to write it to the whole people of Israel, they couldn't, before they write the name, the Lord reveal this to before they write God's name originally. They have to go and wash themselves seven times. Then they come and write Yod. Then they go and wash themselves seven times. Come and write Hey. They go and wash themselves another seven times. Come and write Vav. Then they go and wash themselves another seven times to come and write the last Hey. So seven times four is what? Twenty-eight. Is that not so? So before they get Finish writing only one name of God. You have to watch themselves 28 times. For one. So if one sentence has God's name appearing in it for like five times, only one sentence, how many times would the person watch himself? There is a prophet that is seen to be holy. <laughs> so 28 times five. What will you get? Over 140, 140 times of washings before you can write God's name in only one sentence. What about the next sentence? So they saw this thing to be so tedious. The prophets were struggling to write what they were saying. So they decided to, instead of writing the original name of God, they pleaded that they would write the name Adonai instead of Yahweh. Are you getting it? Good. Now, the name Yahweh, which is God's original name, which has four letters in the Hebrew alphabet, it is known as the Tetragrammaton. The Tetragrammaton. The word Tetra means four and grammaton speaks of letters so tetragrammaton means four letters are you following now when you go much into hebrew studies they have a lot of rearranging names to get different meanings 
rearrangement of names to get different meanings. Now, there is what we call permutation, permutation and combination. How many of us know about that? Elective maths. Even the people that, that, that are into lottery things, not American lottery, no, 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 no. Talking about the lotto kiosk, the one, lotto, lotto. <laughs> are you getting it? Uh-huh. Some when you meet them, they, they're holding a certain big, um, I don't know whether it's a graphic or something. There's a paper book, the numbers are telling me, getting, 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 getting. You'll be holding a pen. They'll be doing permutations, just a plenty things. Now, if you begin to pen God's name, the letters, with each other, one after the other, you are going to get 72 different genai of God's name. I will explain what the genai means, not today. So when you break God's name down, you get 72 di- dimensions. Now, these 72 dimensions, each of them was the name of a prince. Are you following? And each of them too is the name of the seven the, the nations. What am I trying to say? Every nation has God's name. Every nation among the 72 nations has God's name, a part of God's name. Now, the full name is the Yahweh. If you begin to break it down hmm, through permutation and combination, the condensed dimension, you begin to get genes. Are you following? So the full name actually speaks of God's original purpose and plan. But when you, you break it down, every single dimension of it that a nation will get will determine that nation's assignment in God's full plan on the earth. So now you're about to see the destiny of nations. There is no way a country there is no way a country or a nation will know her destiny without knowing the, the part of God's name that is on her. Are you following? So now, if before God, all the kingdoms and nations and languages are 72 and each of the nations has a prince released to it and naturally or physically we have like over getting to 200 countries what does it mean it means there are other nations that have similar or same destiny are you getting the picture now such that when you bring all these nations together they can fit into the 72 nations. So Ghana 
there are other nations that join Ghana to form a nation or a kingdom among the 72. Now, if you see those countries, you realize that the name God has given to us is the same name. We have the same assignment. It is migration that has brought plenty nations. Are you following? Let's take the United States of America for instance. The United States of America. Now, the United States of America, looking at its um, original foundation, it is not necessarily one of the 72 grandsons, but the United States of America came from one of the grandsons. Are you following me? Now, you know that Shem gave birth to a certain young man by name Eber or Eber E-B-E-R Now the word Eber means it is out of that it is out of that word we had Hebrew which means those from beyond of people from the regions beyond when we say regions beyond we are actually talking of region that is beyond the earth realm are you following regions beyond the earth realm that is why the hebrew language actually becomes the foundational language of all languages because it came from the regions beyond now so among the we have we had hebrews who were descendants of the son of Shem called Abraham. Now, out of the Hebrews, we saw that um, they were given birth plenty, and through the genealogy, a man by name Terah came. In fact, Terah had a, a father by name Nahor. Nahor gave birth to Terah, and Terah gave birth to Abraham. Now, God called Abraham out of his kindred and decided to build a nation through him. Then Abraham gave birth to Isaac and Ishmael. Then Isaac gave birth to Jacob and Esau. Then God chose Jacob and changed his name to Israel. Then Israel started giving birth. He gave birth to 12 children. Who became the 12 tribes of Israel. Now, among one of the children was a young man by name Joseph. Now, Joseph also gave birth to two children, Ephraim and Manasseh. United States of America is actually the descendants of Manasseh. Are you following? Now, 
If you know the assignment of Manasseh, According to the scriptures, you will know the destiny of the United States of America. And God willing, when I get a chance, I will tell you what the nation, the United States of America, what they stand for. Are you following? So it was out of migrations that we had the US, the US of A. Are you following? And it was out of the descendants of Ephraim that we had the United Kingdom, the UK people. It was out of the descendants of Canaan that Ghana also came forth. Out of the descendants of the Medes came forth the Indians and the Iranians, or those from Iran. Now, with time, I will explain to us why. Now, all these nations, I'm about to say something here. All these nations, the light of all the 72 nations is one nation called Israel. Israel is actually the light of all the other 71 kingdoms or nations. We all look up to Israel. Are you following? Isaiah chapter 49, verse 6. Isaiah chapter 49, verse 6. The Bible said, And he said, It is a light thing that thou shouldest be my servant to raise up the tribes of Jacob. And to restore the preserve, the preserve of Israel, I will also give you for a light to the Gentiles. And the word Gentiles there is the word koi, goi, which means nations. So Israel is actually the light of all nations. Are you following? And every nation, I told you, has a prince. But when it came to Israel, they did not have just a simple prince. They had the chief of all the princes to rule over them. The chief of all the princes. And who is the chief of all the princes? So long as that chief of all the princes is with Israel, nobody can fight Israel. And the chief of all the princes is Michael. 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 Daniel chapter 12, verse 1. Let's give this last scripture, then we close. We continue in God's name tomorrow. Daniel chapter 12, verse 1. The Bible said, And at that time shall Michael stand up And at that time 
The word stand up is the word to stand idle. To rise and stand idle. Or to remain stand still. The Bible said, At that time shall Michael stand up, the great prince, which standeth for the children of your people. Did you read that? He said, At that time, the archangel Michael, who stands guard over your nation. Your, so you see, Israel is God's nation. <laughs> and that is the reason why God's own weapon is the one that is the praise over the nation Israel. So anytime the children of Israel do something wrong, they worship idols. What God does is that he will command Michael to fold his arms. The moment Michael does that, other nations will come and beat Israel and take them into slavery. But if Michael's arms have not been folded and he's watching over the people, he that watches over Israel, sleepeth not, nor slumber. <laughs> My God. And the Bible said, a time came when Daniel was in prayer. In the book of Daniel chapter 10, verse 13, whilst he was praying to God, when he was in captivity, God sent an angel, Gabriel, to release a message to Daniel. But once he was going, the Bible said, the prince of Persia arrested Gabriel. All the princes over the nations are warriors. Are you following? But Gabriel is not any of the princes. He does not rule over any nation. He is a messenger of God. So when God sent him, the prince of Persia arrested him. And he cried out unto Michael, the one that watches over the mission of the Lord. Then Michael came and he beat the prince of Persia and said to Gabriel, go and deliver the message. None of the princes can disturb Michael because he is the chief among all the princes and he's above all of them. That is why you have to understand that Lucifer was once a prince over a particular kingdom. He was one. So you see, when God wanted to deal with Lucifer, he did not do it himself. He sent Michael. Michael finished him. Because when God wants to fight, the weapon God will use is called Michael. Michael is God's weapon. God's own personal weapon is Michael. So if God wants to keep watch over his nation, he will use Michael to do so. Are you following? Great. That is where time will permit us to end this evening's experience in God's word. Hallelujah. I believe we have all been blessed. I believe we have all been blessed. We give God all the praise and the glory. Amen. God willing, I'm, I'm believing God that tomorrow I'll be able to continue. And I'm, I'm going to talk about nations. So when you realize that a nation is fighting against Israel, then you know that that nation has rebelled against God. Are you following? 
and there are nations that are fighting against Israel. We all know Iran, Iraq. And when they realize there is a nation that is fighting for Israel, they will start fighting that nation too. So we need to understand these things. Now, understanding these things will let you know how the end times will look like. Because it is a matter of nations that we need to know. So this matter of the destiny of nations I'm talking about is very, very, very important in understanding biblical eschatology. The Lord will help us. He will open the eyes of our understanding. I pray that any other wisdom and knowledge that you need as the word of God has come as a foundation, may the Lord stir up your spirit and release that wisdom to you. In Jesus' precious mighty name. Amen. I'm going to upload the message right after here. So if you missed anything, you can kindly go and um, download and listen to it. Hallelujah. And also don't forget that God willing, tomorrow we are all fasting. We are praying into our marriages. Everybody is supposed to fast. Whether you are married, you are yet to marry, you are not in a relationship, whether you are single, uh, any, any level you find yourself. Hmm? Some of you, when you when you are failing forms in the right status, they will only write single and married. But some of you to your yours, it's complicated. I don't know what it what it's looking like. The other one is the next one is the next one is just a plenty things. <laughs> Hallelujah. But the Lord will help all of us. Amen. So please um, make sure that someone is like engaged. Sister, the whole thing is single or married. Huh? It is either you are married or you are single. What is engaged? Engaged with what? When you are sitting close to your books and you are still, are you not engaged to your books? What are you talking about here? Amen. Stop using those words to confuse us. Sister, you are single. Come and let God help you. <laughs> Amen. So please, we are all going to fast and we will pray. Seriously. Some of us the reason why we are struggling in relationships and marriages is because of all tests that are fighting against us everywhere. Some of us, we made mistakes. And those mistakes are trying to halt and destroy some beautiful opportunities ahead of us. We are all going to pray. Make sure you fast from 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. Don't tell the man of God, please, my staff, also, and I don't know if I try to fast plenty, the doctor, forget that doctor. Dr. Jesus has spoken. Dr. Jesus Wakasa. Wakasa. Hallelujah. Alright, the Lord bless you and keep all of you strong in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. Amen. Please, um, God willing, tomorrow, make sure you join us in the moment of fast. Join us very early. Maybe God will speak a word concerning your marriage. Maybe the name of the guy that you might be marrying God will make mention of the name of the guy. <laughs> Hallelujah. Alright, the Lord bless us and keep all of us strong in the name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. And also, God willing, this Saturday is Mega One Word 
from the Lord. Mega one word from the Lord. Make sure you join us. And um, there is, if there is something you are believing God for, enter into a covenant and a vow with God. And join us. The power of God will come upon us. The Lord will fulfill every word we have spoken concerning our lives. In Jesus' precious name. The time is exactly 7 p.m. Holy Ghost time on Podbean and on Zoom. So make sure you join us. The Lord will help us. In Jesus' precious mighty name. Amen. And also this Sunday um, at exactly 11.30 p.m. We are going to meet for our crossover prophetic prayers. We are crossing over into the month of August. Make sure you join us as we fire prayer. The Lord will help us. In Jesus' precious mighty name. Amen. God bless you. And keep all of you strong. If you want to be a covenant partner, you can send me a text. I'm going to add you to the covenant partners WhatsApp page. The number is 0240-312-551. Join us, and the Lord is going to be of help to your life in Jesus' precious mighty name. Amen. Maybe you are here, the Lord is ministering to your heart to release a specific seed. Maybe the Lord has spoken to you that give this, give this, give this. If there is any special seed you want to release, the number is 0240 Even if it is not money and it is anything and you want to release it to support God's kingdom, you can just send me a text and then we will talk. Then whatever the Lord has impressed on your heart to do, you can do it and you walk in His blessings. God bless you and keep all of you strong. We shall meet God willing tomorrow. The Lord bless you all. Shalom. Bye-bye.